Good morning and welcome back to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. This morning I'm delighted I get to talk to uh, Maestro James Sinclair. Oh, thanks, Babs. So, so Orchestra New England is uh, celebrating 50, a 50th uh, anniversary. It Mark is uh, 50 years. Uh, uh, starts this season and the actual birthday will be in March. But we have a concert coming up uh, here in November that starts our season. Wow. So I, I, I am not familiar with Orchestra New England. Where are y'all housed? Well, it's uh, New Haven based, uh, born in New Haven, actually born at Yale in 1974. Oh. Uh, but uh, we perform a, at Battelle Chapel at times. Uh, this concert coming up in November 25, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, is at the United Church on the Green because that recreates how concert making was done in New Haven in the late colonial era, 1875, 77, uh, 18, 1787. Hello. <laughs> I, it's very hard to switch uh, centuries during um, uh, the morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. All right, so tell me about the music of uh, uh, Orchestra New England. Tell me about what do y'all what do y'all play? What's the what is it, it classical music? Yes, is it all right, kinds it, of music? classical and pops. Uh, oh, and uh, by classical, I embrace uh, the Baroque era and current modern condition uh, compositions that we commission. Uh -huh. So it's uh, quite a, a broad spectrum. Well, it's saved from uh, a, a Bach concerto to a Sousa march. Okay. And so how big is this orchestra? It, well, it varies with the type of literature. Uh, a Baroque concert may be 12, 15 players, and a Pops concert may be 40 players. Wow. And so um, do you pay musicians or do they volunteer? Oh, yes. it, it's a okay. professional orchestra. Right. Wow. Top, I love Top this. scale musicians. They're really terrific. And so how long have you been the maestro? Uh, since the beginning. I've really? gone 50 years. Uh, it must have started, uh, tell me, maybe when I was 10 years old? Uh, I think so. I was going to say uh, 10, 12. Something like that. <laughs> I think I was 27. <laughs> and so you must love it. Yes, absolutely. It's a family of players. and They enjoy being together. We have a grand time. Wow. Okay, so, so you started at Yale. Mm -hmm. And you... And well, we made a transition from being a student and all volunteer group to mm -hmm. a professional orchestra. It took three years to make that transition. That wasn't easy. I would not want to try it again. Uh, and since then, we've made recordings uh, for international companies. Uh, we'll make a new one coming up this March and uh, have uh, been just super successful. Wow. So now are you a Yale grad too? Uh, did you go to Yale? No. I've taught at Yale. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you are you still teaching at Yale or you yes. let that go? Because no, I'm I'll be teaching thing. uh teaching a course starting in January. Really? So do yeah. you love teaching? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely, because uh, you know, I've dedicated my life to a particular music uh of a uh, uh Connecticut born composer whose uh name is Charles Ives. And his 150th birthday is next year. So it's right down my specialty. So it's Oh, okay. Year. So so when, when somebody wants to talk about Mr. Ives, they call you. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Any time so of what, night. <laughs> what, what about him that makes him uh, renowned for you? 
<clears throat> well, his music's very uh, imaginative. It's very much about uh, uh, American society, in particular, growing up in a Connecticut small town. What was small town for him? Danbury. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he went to Yale University, so uh, or Yale College, I should say, at the time. And uh, his music is about our holidays, about our people, about our hymnody. Uh, it just embraces Americana and and um, represents it. So uh, it it rang familiar and true to me, and I started specializing in his music. And that's how the group started. We were premiering works of Charles Ives in 1974. So when we come around in March to do our 50th birthday, it will be his uh, music that we perform. Okay. And so you don't get tired of his music? Oh, no. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) It's a complete adventure. And I'm recording the complete works, uh, orchestral works of Ives for the Noxos label, which in classical music is the dominant recording company in the world. Wow, that's pretty impressive. All right, so how do you teach young people to care about this music, Maestro Sinclair? Well, you give them a picture of his life and his uh, dedication to helping others. Uh, He was an immensely successful businessman, Mm -hmm. apart from his composing, and... uh, so he he had uh, tremendous resources and he used them to help the people working in uh in music composers performers so what was his make business recordings uh insurance uh charles ives was the most important figure in insurance in america uh in the, uh, after the turn of the century that is to say 1910s 20s uh and uh made made a ton of money and he gave a lot a lot of way okay all right so so when you teach about this music when you teach people orchestral music um do they are they excited by it do you find the students today uh are very interested in orchestral music uh well certainly uh, here at uh, at the Yale School of Music they have some of the finest people from all over the world and they're eager to find out about uh, Charles Ives because uh, he's the most important composer that went through Yale. He's the most important composer that Connecticut ever produced. He's one of the top four composers in classical music in America uh, in its history. Okay. So um, so you've got a concert coming up. We do. It's I put on a November- wig. We light candles and November 25, as you're about to say, it's a Saturday yes. right after Thanksgiving. Ye, ye old times. <laughs> That's right. It's kind of fascinating to uh, revisit uh, the colonial era. We all dressed up, of course, in costume of the period. Uh, it, concerts in those times were at meeting houses. Mm-hmm. And uh, the meeting house, of course, served for political, social, religious, musical uh uh, uh, needs for the community. And so at United Church on the Green, that's the North Church on the New Haven's Green, uh, we can recreate in a perfect environment what it was like in those days. Wow. And so do you like candles? Because I'm looking at the picture. Yeah, I see yeah. lots of candles. Yeah, we, that's it. You know, they had nothing but candles. We have to add a little wattage so that we can read <laughs> the darn music. <laughs> 
Yeah, we we not gonna sing by candlelight because it's it's a new nope. day. We can that's no nope, no our our eyes aren't there anymore. <laughs> right. Okay. So that's that's a concert, and then the fiftieth birthday concert is March. March uh, nine, and that's that's the spray. all. <clears throat> that's the all lives concert. It's a spray hall. Um, and then at the uh, end of our concert season, per se, we do a lot of concerts that aren't on these trio of special events that we present in New Haven. But our last concert is May 4. It was 11. It's now 4. Oh, okay. Uh, a okay. Saturday night, the 4th of May. And uh, that will have some new works written for us and a big, uh, bold, noisy uh, exciting piece by Beethoven, an overture. Okay. Now, do you, do you like when people write new works of classical music? Like, how does that happen? Like, what is yeah, that of course. like? Well, it turned to people that who I admire uh, and uh, asked them to write something specially for uh, the size orchestra. This is going to be our largest orchestra. It's uh, the 40-piece uh, version and uh, that's the orchestra that Beethoven would have known. So there has trombones and horns and trumpets and all the woodwinds and strings, plus keyboards uh, and a um, number of percussionists. So it, uh, it'll it be a very exciting event at the end of the season. And that's wow. at Battelle Chapel. So we're oh, moving yeah. around to specialized spaces that are appropriate to the given concert. It's very nice in March to be back at Sprague Hall because that's where the orchestra was born. Mm -hmm. And it's always terrific to be at United Church on the Green because that place is the meeting house for uh, a colonial event to happen. And that uh, uh, has been going on for 44 years. Okay. And so, so this is very strategic. So it's not just the music that you that you are planning for. It is where the music is played uh, right. that, that is part of this experience. That's right. Now, do y'all get a chance to play outdoors, outside? Oh, yes. Yes, in many concerts. We've done uh, 80 Pops concerts uh, around the Connecticut uh, uh, towns over oh, the years. okay. And Pops being popular music, like... Yeah, well... Star uh, Wars know, and... Right, there's like music that. from movies, there's music from shows, there's... Mm -hmm. uh, Susan Barges and Americana that that are appropriate. You know, think of a Fourth of July concert. That's what those are like. Oh, okay. And do you yeah. do you like playing that that kind of music? Do you? Oh, like... very much, very much. Okay. The whole group does. <laughs> you know, you like to be in front of an audience that's uh, uh, excited about what you bring, and it's situational. When we do the Colonial concert with wigs on, the audience is into the event and when you do a pops concert outside in the summer uh you, everyone's festive everyone's having a good time they've got their chosen beers it's all good fun okay so now where do you get costumes from like how do you get colonial time costumes like who's making that stuff yeah well <laughs> fine fine folks do it and uh we can order them to size from costumers who do the shows that tour the country uh, okay. for musicals, etc. You know, there are a number of, of sources for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we get all dolled up. Okay. So you so you think about that when you now is the Colonial Times part of your season all the time, yeah. or mm -hmm. this is something it's always special? been there? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Right. Okay. You can buy individual tickets, of course. Uh, and the orchestra has a, a presence on online as Orchestra New England in one word, dot org. Okay. And it's at that location you can buy tickets. And so do people appreciate the colonial music? I, I would imagine that they do. And do you, yes. and do well, you, you try see, to it's... keep it as close to original? Oh, absolutely. Uh, but uh, the music that was popular, Haydn and, and uh, uh, Mozart, uh, mm -hmm. Handel's music, uh, George Frederick Handel's music, the guy that wrote Messiah, uh, all of that was very popular then. I'm due to be, I, I didn't, no one, no one said how long we might be talking, but I, I'm going to run out of time. I'm sorry okay. to say. That's all right. Okay, well, I'm so happy that you could come on this morning. I'm I'm thrilled, Babs. You you do a great service uh, to the community, and you're so good at it. Oh well, well, thank you. And uh, I'm going to try to catch one of these concerts. Oh, we'd uh, like to have you. So just ask, no problem. Uh, and I hope uh, we chat again when it gets around to this 50th birthday itself. In oh, I'd spring. love to. I'd love to hear That'd more be about fun. this. Well, thank you for your time, Maestro. I appreciate meeting you and hearing you. about uh, Orchestra New England. Thank you very much, Bam. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> Love.